0: Welcome to the single cell world, the podcast for scientists in which we disentangle single cell technology. Here, frustration and failure are transformed into clarity and understanding. I am Katia Motinho, and in this podcast, I want to share with you my experience in single cell research. How? In the form of useful advices that you can use in the lab after each episode. Ready to learn? Let's start. Hi there. Welcome to another episode. I hope you had a great weekend. Before I start talking about today's topic, QCs that I will do before any special transcriptomics experiment, I want to tell you two things. First, tomorrow, I will have a new free resource available. So, have a look at the Single Cell World website. I will leave the direct link at the podcast episode description and check if it is of your interest. The second is that the Single Cell World Podcast is open to sponsors and participants. If you think you have any knowledge, data, experience that may help others in the field of single cell and special technologies, of course, please let me know. I will be super happy to talk with you or to interview you. By the way, it doesn't matter your job position, okay? Anyone is welcome, so don't be shy. In case you don't want, you say, no, Katia, that is not for me. You may also suggest a name, names, also topics. That will be really important. So please feel free to write me on social media, a message, an email also. At the end of the day, I'm preparing this podcast for you. And as always, thank you so much for listening to me. Let's then talk about spatial transcriptomics. In previous episodes, I told you that the standard samples that we use for a spatial transcriptomics assay are solid tissues. Pieces of tissue, big, small, that we will need to cut into very thin layers that are the tissue sections, and only after we will be able to do our experiment. So, when I'm planning a spatial transcriptomics experiment with a new tissue block, a new sample, A sample that I never worked before, I always include two quality controls before doing the real deal, the real special experiment. This unless I cannot. And I will tell you after a situation where I will not include these quality controls. Ah, maybe to the quality controls you call it quality checkpoints or just QCs. From now on I will call it QCs, it's more simple. Let's see then the first QC that I will do. I will cut a tissue section and perform a standard hematoxylin and using staining. What is this? To do this staining, uh, is also called HNE, we will need two dyes. First we will need to stain our sample with hematoxylin, and this hematoxylin will stain the nucleic acids and ribosomes, these in a the dark purple in blue. After we will need to continue and to do a staining using usine. Using will stain the proteins and the extracellular matrix. So, in a simple way, we will use the hematoxylin to stain the nuclear and the using to stain the cytoplasm. And why this staining? We can do other types of stainings, but the HE is the standard. And we do it because it will allow us to check if the structure of our tissue is okay. If during the tissue block preparation everything went well, If the preservation was good during the time that it was stored, and also will allow us to check if the cells or the region of the tissue that we are interested in is represented in that tissue block. I will give you a real example. We were interested in studying colon cancer. So when a tumor is resected from the patient, this tumor is divided in different pieces, and some of them will go to do the tissue blocks. And in this case, we pick up one tissue block representative of this tumor that we want to study. And when we did hematoxylin using, we saw that there was not a lot of representation of the tumor. So we decided that that one was not the best one and we went to pick up another. I will say that this tumor block, there was only 10% of the tumor block with tumor. So, if we were doing a special transcriptomics with that tissue block, we were going to lose a lot of information. So, yes, we will get a lot of information, but from the normal tissue, that it was not what we wanted. We wanted to study the tumor tissue, okay? Uh, by the way, if you are not expert on histology or pathology, it's okay, but you will need to ask someone who knows about the biological tissue that you are using to check it and to give you some feedback to tell you, yes, you have the region of interest or the cells of interest represented in your tissue block. This is extremely important. So this will be the first QC that I will do, a staining in order to make sure that the structure of the tissue that I will use in the special transcriptomics experiment is good. For the second QC, we will also need some tissue sections, but this time to do RNA extraction and have a look on the quality of our RNA. In the case we have a fresh frozen tissue, ideally, we will need to check the RIN. RIN stands for RNA Integrity Number. It is a numerical value that represents the quality of our RNA sample. Basically, using an instrument like, for example, a fragment analyzer or a bioanalyzer, What we will do is, or the machine will do, is an electrophoresis of our RNA. The machine will separate the different RNA fragments that we have and will take an average of their sizes, giving us a value. Lower value means that our RNA is degraded. Higher values means good quality. Ideally, for fresh frozen tissue, we should have a value higher than 7. But I will be honest with you and tell you that I did samples that had lower uh, value of rain. The lowest that I I did was five. But of course, there is a higher risk for our experiment to fail. And what I want you to be is conscious of this this risk before uh, you do your experiment. And also, I want to highlight a point that is that normally companies, if something goes wrong with our experiment, they do a reimbursement, but only if we follow their rules, if we follow their recommendations. And the recommendations are uh, using samples for which the ring is higher than seven. So it's up to you to decide whatever you want to do. But again, be conscious that there are risks. Now, in the case we are working with paraffin-embedded tissues or formalin-fixed tissues, Our RNA will be degraded because of the fixatives that we use. And this is a fact. So if we check the ring value in these cases, it will be very low. And now you are asking, how can I do a special transcriptomics here? (laughs) Well, because we will only be able to use certain special transcriptomics approaches, certain kits, certain technology. We will only be able to use the technology or kits that are based on probes. And in this case, it's okay if RNA is fragmented or degraded. But, of course, not a lot. We will need to have RNA. Fragmented, but good quality. So, in this case, we will not use the RIN value, as I mentioned, but we will use other metric, that is the DV200. And DV200 represents the percentage of RNA fragments that are longer than 200 nucleotides, will be good enough for the probes to hybridize properly. The DV200 value that, by the way, I couldn't find what DV stands for, so if you know it, please let me know. And this value will be a percentage. If it is higher than 70%, this is considered an indicator of high quality RNA. If we have between 50 and 70%, let's consider it like medium quality, but it's still good. A value from 30 to 50% will be considered low quality and below 30% don't use it, okay? Now, when I will not do these QCs? Well, there are two scenarios. The first one, in the case I already did other experiment where I checked RNA quality and tissue structure. However, this last QC, the tissue structure checkup. I will give it a second thought because let's imagine that I did an HE six months ago and from there until now a lot of sections were done from the tissue block. In this case, I will think if it's worth it to double check that if what I want to study is still represented on that block because what about if it's not anymore? And this can happen, believe me. For the second scenario, let's imagine that my sample is a very tiny patient biopsy and that the project includes other experiments. This happens a lot, especially when the person writing the project or planning the experiments is not the same person that is at the lab performing them. And a parenthesis here, if you are the one writing the projects or planning the experiments as please ask the opinion of the people who will do the experiments. Otherwise, as I saw a lot, is that the amount of sample that is asked or that is planned to use may not be enough to do everything that you are planning. And remember, this I think is for everyone, remember, the best projects are those planned and done by multidisciplinary teams, this is crucial. So returning to the tiny biopsy, what I will do then? First, I will make sure that my supervisor, my boss, knows that there are two QCs that are essential before doing a special transcriptomics experiment. And more important, why they need to be done and the consequences if they are not done. This is what I will do first. Then I will clarify, I will ask, if the other experiments will be as important as the special Transcriptomics 1. If they are, then I will decide, or I will decide with my supervisor, if we should take the risk and skip one or the both QCs. For me, this, to skip the two QCs, is really an extreme case, okay? Because think, be conscious, again, of the risks that you are taking. It's like you are doing a special transcriptomics blindly without knowing if you have a good structure of your tissue. Imagine that it shrinked while you were preparing your OCT block or imagine that the cells that you want to study are not there in the tissue section, right? Also, you will not know uh, the quality of the RNA. What about if your RNA is degraded and you will not have a good library to sequence? So... Please think about all these risks and if it's worth it to take these risks or not. Sometimes we don't have any other option, okay? We don't have material enough to do these QCs. I understand I was in that situation, but think if it's really worth it to risk it because you will lose money, time, and you will lose sample because if you check that that sample is not good because, I know, it was shrinked, let's imagine, and the structure is not good to do a special transcriptomics, maybe you can do something else. You can do a bulk experiment. So, yeah, be conscious of that. At the end of the day, we always need to take decisions. Some will be good decisions, others will be less good, wrong decisions. And with this podcast episode, with the podcast in general, with the Single Cell World Project in general, My goal is always for you to have all the information that you need to take the best informed decision and to know what will happen if that decision ends up being the wrong one, okay? Now, to end this episode, let me tell you a strategy that will save you some time and sample. This can only be done in the case you are using special transcriptomics technology kits where they don't have special slides, okay? What I will suggest, do right away all the tissue sections that you will need. First, you will need to do some initial tissue sections to put the tissue block completely flat. Don't throw away those ones. Place them into a an Eppendorf and afterwards extract the RNA from them. Then, whenever the block is flat, do a section for the HNE and other for your special transcriptomics experiment or others. Depends on many experiments you will do. Like this, you will make sure that your H&E will be representative of the section or sections you will use for your special experiment because you are doing serial sections. So, this is everything for today. In case you need help with your experiments or you have any doubt, questions, please reach out. I always keep the advices or the help that I give to researchers confidential. And before I go, just tell you again, about a free resource that will come to light tomorrow and wish you a good week full of good results. See you next week and thank you so much once again for being there. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Single Cell World Podcast. If you think it was useful or you learned something new, please spend some seconds rating this podcast on Spotify or leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts. It will make me super, super happy. For more tips or advice, follow me in Instagram or Twitter at Single Cell World or simply subscribe our website or blog at www.thesinglecellworld.com. Well, I will wait for you next Monday with a new episode.